0: As we enter the month of November, it's time to take a look at the best high-yield dividend stocks. My watchlist has been running for a full year now, and it has performed better than expected with a 39.16% return during the past year. That is a phenomenal, probably once in a decade, one-year return for a high-yield dividend stock strategy. But while this one-year return looks very attractive, it is a little meaningless unless we compare it to a benchmark. I have been using Vanguard's high-yield dividend ETF, ticker symbol VYM, as my benchmark, and also SPY, one of the most popular S&P 500 ETFs. While the S&P may not be an ideal benchmark for this strategy, I think it's interesting to see how my watch list compares to the broad US equity market. Through September, all was going well. The watch list had a comfortable lead on both VYM and SPY, and of course we had a very poor month during October. The watch list returned 1.88% last month, and the fairly valued and undervalued stocks performed even worse, returning only 1.08%, while VYM rocked a cool 4.93%, and SPY an even more impressive 7.02% return. So with this poor return for October, the watchlist and the fairly valued and undervalued stocks lose out the first year to VYM and SPY. But the margin isn't wide, and I still prefer my method over VYM and SPY. I'll dig more into performance later on in the episode. Here is what is in store for you today. I will go over the best quality high yield dividend stocks to consider during the current month. We will take a look at past performance in detail, talk about the drivers of alpha, and take a look at how to use the watchlist with a buy and hold investing approach. Alright, let's kick things off with the top stocks for November. I made a rather large change to the watchlist this month in that I trimmed the number of stocks on the watchlist to just the top 10. The reason for this is twofold. First off, keeping track of 20 to 30 stocks each month is becoming difficult. And second, I think presenting the top 10 IDs each month will be a much more digestible number of stocks for you guys. Without further ado, the top 10 quality high dividend yield stocks for November are Amgen, Lockheed Martin, Restaurant Brands, Intel, 3M, Philip Morris, Principal Financial Group, Truist Financial, Darden Restaurants, and Broadcom These 10 stocks offer an average current dividend yield of 3.48% as of month end October Combined they appear to be about 18% undervalued based on dividend yield theory Collectively they've been growing their dividend payments at a cool rate of over 15% per year over the last 5 years Some growth rates have been better than others as you will soon find out But on top of the attractive valuation, solid dividend yield and steady dividend growth All 10 companies have also increased their revenue and earnings during the last 5 years the 10 selections for November span 6 different sectors, and they are also poised to offer the best total return out of the full list of 28 high yield dividend stocks that passed all my metrics this month. Let me go over each stock in more detail now. First up, we have Amgen that offers a 3.41% dividend yield. This is as of month end October, so it might be a little different today. Dividend yield theory suggests the stock is about 28% undervalued. Its payout ratio is a little high, right around 86%, but it has rewarded patient investors with solid dividend growth of 15% during the last 5 years. My return forecast is pointing to a 15.79% total annual return for Amgen over the next 5 years. This is a combination of forecasted earnings growth, a return to fair valuation, and of course the dividend stream. Amgen is the only healthcare stock on the list this month, and it has been on the watchlist since its beginning. Amgen has had a negative return for each of the last 4 months, and has actually lost 1.82% while on the watchlist. Not the best run, but I still think the company is a quality holding for the long term, and the recent pullback gives me a better opportunity to dollar cost average my position. Number 2 this month is Lockheed Martin with 3.38% dividend yield. Dividend yield theory suggests the stock is potentially about 28% undervalued right now. The company has a good payout ratio below 50% and a solid 9.77% 5-year dividend growth rate. My return forecast for Lockheed is estimating a 13.97% total annual return over the next 5 years. Lockheed is one of two industrial stocks on the watch list, and they have appeared on the watch list for 10 of the last 12 months. Similar to Amgen, Lockheed has had 5 consecutive negative return months in a row and a negative 2.4% return while on the watch list. I still think they are a quality stock to own, and I will continue to dollar-cost average my position while my system deems the stock as a good buy. Number 3 this month is Restaurant Brands with a 3.75% dividend yield. Dividend yield theory suggests the stock is potentially about 49% undervalued. This potential undervaluation could be slightly inflated, because the company has had a quite impressive dividend growth rate of 36.43% during the last 5 years. The fast dividend growth rate has also pushed the company's payout ratio to a high 87%. I think we will see this payout ratio come back down once earnings rebound from the pandemic. My return forecast is pointing to a 35.62% total annual return for restaurant brands over the next 5 years. This figure may also be a little optimistic because of a high earnings growth forecast and also the large potential undervaluation. Restaurant brands is one of the two consumer discretionary stocks on the watch list this month. The company has been on the watch list for 2 of the last 12 months and has a negative overall return of minus 11.03%. While that isn't the start I was hoping for, I am more focused on the long-term return potential of the stock and not necessarily the short-term pullback. Number 4 this month is Intel with a 2.9% dividend yield. Dividend yield theory suggests the stock is potentially about 15% undervalued right now. The company has a very low payout ratio of about 27% with a decent 5-year dividend growth rate of 6.58%. My return forecast is estimating a 16.01% total annual return over the next 5 years. Intel is one of two information technology stocks on the watch list and they are appearing only for the second time on the watchlist. Intel was part of the original watchlist in November of 2020, and it had a return of 9.98% during that month. The stock had a few more decent months early in 2020, but has lost its footing since about April. After another pretty poor showing in October, the stock once more meets my criteria, and I have already expanded my position in the company earlier this week. Number 5 this week is 3M Company with a 3.32% dividend yield. Dividend yield theory suggests the stock is about 19% undervalued right now. It has a good payout ratio of about 57% and a decent 5-year dividend growth rate of 7.48%. My return forecast is estimating a 15.93% total annual return over the next 5 years. 3M is the second industrial stock on the watch list this month. The company has been on the watch list for all of the last 12 months with a total return of 15.31%, making it a decent selection but certainly not one of the best ones. Number 6 this month is Philip Morris with a 5.27% dividend yield. Dividend yield theory suggests the stock is potentially about 1% undervalued right now. It has a good payout ratio of about 63% and a rather low 5-year dividend growth rate of 3.22%. My return forecast is estimating a 17.61% total annual return for the stock over the next 5 years. Philip Morris is the only consumer staple on the watch list this month. The company has been on the watch list for the last 8 consecutive months with a 16.89% total return. Number 7 this month is Principal Financial Group with a 3.85% dividend yield. Dividend yield theory suggests the stock is potentially about 3% undervalued right now. It has an attractive payout ratio below 40% and a good 5-year dividend growth rate of 8.35%. My return forecast is estimating a 19.91% total annual return for the stock over the next 5 years. Principal is one of two financial stocks on the watchlist this month. The company has been on the watchlist for all of the last 12 months with a 77.98% total return, making it the third best overall stock on the watchlist. Number 8 this month is Truist Financial Corporation with a 3.05% dividend yield. Dividend yield theory suggests the stock is fairly valued at the moment. It has a very good payout ratio of about 32% and a strong 5-year dividend growth rate of 11.38%. My return forecast is estimating an 11.95% total annual return for the stock over the next 5 years. Truist is the second financial stock on the watch list this month. Truist has also been on the watch list for all of the last 12 months with a 55.85% total return, making it one of the top 5 overall stocks on the watch list. Number 9 this month is Darden Restaurants with a 3.07% dividend yield. Dividend yield theory suggests the stock is potentially about 36% undervalued right now. It has a very good payout ratio of about 42% and a rather low 5-year dividend growth rate of 4.27%. My return forecast is estimating a 41.75% total annual return for the stock over the next 5 years. This return forecast may be a little optimistic due to the high forecasted earnings growth rate and a large potential undervaluation. Darden is the second consumer discretionary stock on the watch list this month. It has been on the watch list for 3 months now with a negative 0.5% total loss. And finally number 10 this week is Broadcom with a 2.75% dividend yield. Dividend yield theory suggests the stock is potentially about 4% undervalued right now. It has a quite high payout ratio of about 94% and also an exceptionally high 5-year dividend growth rate of 53.01%. My return forecast is estimating an 18.34% total annual return for the stock over the next 5 years. Broadcom is the second information technology stock on the watch list this month. It has been on the watches for the last 6 months with an 18.32% total return. If the stock has a positive return in November, it'll likely drop off the watches as its dividend yield may slide below 2.75%. I have already added money to several of these 10 stocks this month and I intend to add additional capital to some of these positions throughout the month. Let's circle back to performance now. On a year-to-date basis, the watches is returning 19.51%. The fairly valued and undervalued stocks have a total return of 18.21%. Both are losing to VYM that is up 21.02% and SPY that is up 24.05%. There are still 2 months left in the year for the watches to possibly catch up, but even if it doesn't, I'm very happy with this level of return. During the past year, the total return has been even more impressive. The watch is up 39.16%. The fairly valued and undervalued stocks are up 38.44%. VYM is up 40.49%. And SPY is up 42.65%. While the watchlist is underperforming its benchmark, you can see that the margin is pretty narrow. The top 10 stocks from each watchlist have performed even better than the entire watchlist. Year-to-date they are up 23.57%, and during the past year they have a total return of 52.07%. October was a mixed month for the watchlist. Many stocks had excellent returns, while others performed quite poorly. Some of the more impressive returns came from Broadcom that gained 9.64%, BMO that gained 9.67%, Comerica that gained 5.7%, Morgan Stanley that gained 6.34% Pepsi that gained 7.44% Toronto Dominion Bank that gained 10.62% and Truist that gained 8.22% 11 out of the 30 stocks from October finished the month with a negative total return These 11 stocks hampered the watch list return for the month and the worst 3 performers were Darden Restaurants with a 4.17% loss Kellogg with a 4.1% loss and Restaurant Brands with a 7.44% loss This is certainly not the first nor the last month that the watch list has lost to VYM and SPY. I still like this stock selection method, and I plan to use it in the foreseeable future. I personally practice a buy and hold approach in my portfolios, so I'd like to show you what a buy and hold investing approach for this strategy has looked like. In October, the buy and hold approach to the entire watch list returned 3.68%, far outpacing the watch list itself. This is a result of many prior stocks that have already fallen off the watch list having strong returns in October. The buy and hold approach doesn't always beat the watch list but thus far it is achieving a better overall return. Year-to-date the buy-and-hold portfolio is up 21.8%, compared to 19.51% for the individual watch list. The fairly valued and undervalued buy-and-hold approach is also performing nicely, with a 21.26% year-to-date return. Both are slightly outpacing VYM that is up 21.02% year-to-date. Since inception, which is now exactly one full year, the list buy-and-hold portfolio is up 41.79%, and the fairly valued and undervalued buy-and-hold approach is up 42.23%. Both are beating VYM that has a return of 40.49%. The top 10 stocks buy and hold portfolio is doing significantly better than the other two buy and hold portfolios. In 2021, it is up 28.51% thus far, and it has a one-year return of 58.58%. I wouldn't be surprised if this will be the best, or at least one of the best, one-year periods we see for a high-yield strategy over the next decade or two. Typically, the stock market averages about 8-10% returns per year, so having a return of about 40% from this investing style is rather exceptional. I personally like to include the stocks from this watchlist in my portfolio because the valuation makes sense to me and I think they can offer strong growth in the coming years. Before I wrap up here I'd just like to quickly go over the criteria I used to populate my watchlist and the process I used to select the top 10 stocks. The criteria is quite simple, I use 9 filters that I apply to the total universe of stocks that trade on the New York Stock Exchange or the Nasdaq. The criteria are a market cap of 10 billion or more, a dividend yield of 2.75% or more, a payout ratio of 100% or less a positive 5-year dividend growth rate, a wide or narrow economic moat, a standard or exemplary stewardship, an S&P rating of B or better, and a positive 5-year revenue and EPS growth rate. Once I apply these 9 filters, the watchlist is usually made up of about 25 to 30 quality dividend stocks. This month there were 28 unique stocks on the watchlist. I then compute a 5-year return forecast for each of these companies. The way I do this is by using forecasted earnings per share growth over the next 5 years. I combine this with a return to fair valuation based on dividend yield theory assuming that each stock will return to fair value over the next 5 years. And finally I tack on the current dividend yield. Once I compute this return forecast for each stock, I select the 10 highest forecasts and include these stocks in my watchlist. In the past I would share the full watchlist with you guys and simply point out the top 10 stocks, but going forward I have decided to trim the watchlist to just the top 10 stocks. I think this is a more digestible list to consume on a monthly basis, and it is the list I personally use to make investment decisions in my portfolio. I believe these 10 stocks are all quality companies that investors can hold on to for a long period of time. I think they will offer strong returns and continue growing their dividends well into the future. I don't think this watches will beat VYM or SPY every month, but I think the long-term return will offer alpha at least over VYM and remain competitive against SPY. Thank you for joining me today. If you'd like to consume this content in a video format, you are welcome to visit my YouTube channel. Just search for Long Acres Finance on YouTube and you'll find more of me. If you'd like to reach me directly, you can do so by emailing me at longacresfinance at gmail.com. If you would like to support this channel, you can do so on Patreon and unlock the additional benefits offered there. Thank you for being here and have a wonderful day.